bayfm.org.au. It's time for our next guest, isn't it? I'm so excited to talk to this individual. It is ridiculous. Our next guest is the only competitor from Brisbane and the youngest to grace the stage of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, now streaming on Stan. Mm. Uh, And she is a beacon of light and a hometown hero right here in Brisbane, as well as an absolute star of the drag scene. This queen is returning to the spotlight, though, to talk about her dazzling one-woman comedy and cabaret show, Heaven and Hell. And she joins us now for our stage to stereo. So giddy up, girls. It's Beverly Kills. Welcome to the program. That... I could not write that intro even if I tried. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. He's it's a talented young man, isn't he? You're very good. Yeah. Well, just as soon as you, as soon as you dropped in the youngest, I was like, yes, thank God. I've got, I've got something to lean on here, finally. <laughs> something for the girls. You know, I, I, like to, I like to make our guests feel welcome on the program. Yes. Well, you know, that might, that's going to change one day. So I'll have, to, I'll have to hold on to it while I can. So Yes. I've still got, I've still got that title, thank God. But I don't know. Things might change soon. <laughs> I am so excited to talk to you this evening. I met you what now would probably be, it was probably in the first six months of you doing drag when I met you at the Wickham that night. Yeah, it would have been a while ago. Was it pre-COVID? It was very early COVID. <gasps> the dark days. <laughs> it was the dark days. Those, those dark days of like everyone sit down and if you're in a bar, you can only stand up to like go to the bathroom or get a drink. Do you remember that? That was insane. Yeah. It was like Footloose, where dancing was banned. I actually, I have to, I have to admit, I've not seen Footloose, so I'll have to add it to my uh, my list of queer cinema. Um, That's okay. Oh, okay. You're just like me, honestly. This is all Tony deals with. Is he will make a movie reference, and I just, I won't have seen it. I'm so sorry. You just. Babe, just smile and nod. But honestly, yes. I feel bad. Every time someone references something, I have to go, oh, I admit it. I call it in the moment. And I say, I've not seen this. And then I add it to my little notes app on my phone of like, I've got about 40 queer films that I've not seen. So I'm adding Footloose as we speak. And that's perfectly acceptable because it is impossible to see everything. It's like music. You cannot hear every song. You cannot watch every show. Mm. Correct. It's well, almost like Drag Race. Drag Race and I hadn't watched Muriel's Wedding. I was crucified. I was like thrown through that. I was thrown over hot coals. I've not seen one film. And I was like, oh my God. I know, which was ridiculous. I apologise every time it happens. No, (laughs) it's perfectly acceptable to not have seen something. So I just was thrilled to see you on the program because I just thought when I briefly met you that night in your very early days of drag, you were an absolute delight to have a chat with. And then I started following you on the socials and I have systematically watched you tick off things off the bucket list. Um, because you mention it when you do the jump split off the DJ decks and oh. all of those things. Uh, and it has been an absolute delight to watch you as a performer grow and then to watch you on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 2 was yeah. fantastic. Now, I've got a question. How much did you lose it when you found out you were going to be on the show? It was, I, it was funny. The first thing I did was write me a resignation letter to my job. Like, it was like the first soon as I hung out, ever, like, people are always like, oh my God, the first thing I did was like, I called my friends, I called my family, I like got my wigs together and I'm like, I like hung up the phone and I went, what do I do? And I went, I think I have to quit my job. So I did, did that. I literally just wrote the letter and I called my boss and I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm going to send you a really unsavory email. I'm very sorry. And she's like, oh, I might need you to give two weeks notice. And I was like, well, I don't work for you anymore. So I'm going to go now. And I just left and I never came back. <laughs> Exit stage left. Classy move. Truly. Yeah. I think if you get on Drag Race, you've already won. 
I agree. It's such a golden ticket. Um, I will say, like, I think the U.S. version is, like, the ultimate golden ticket. Um, if you get on the U.S. version, you could you could get on that show and completely flop, but people will still be screaming your name at, you know, shows and things mm-hmm. like that. Whereas with Down Under, you do have to, you know, you want getting on the show is one thing, and then, like, you've got to keep it up. And, like, that's the one thing I've noticed. I've really had to, like, make sure that I, like, keep working. And, like, it's good that I'm, like, naturally a bit of a workhorse. And so it kind of comes naturally to me. But I, I have seen, like, you've really got... If you want to, you know, stay in people's brains, you've got to keep putting yourself out there. And, like, that's the one thing I think, like, the past maybe year after doing Drag Race has taught me is, like, you have to keep working. Like, the, the hustle doesn't stop. You don't hit the end of the road as, like, a creative or an artist. You just keep going like you do not stop the only time you stop is when you die so that's sort of how i live my life and the real race begins after drag race correct correct because i finished drag race didn't win a single challenge like i lip synced a lot and i'm like no that's it i'm gonna it's not gonna be good but i was like i sort of had this moment like between filming and airing that i was like no like i'm i'm in control here like i'm gonna make this work and i did it was a pleasure to watch i thought it was fantastic um, and I do agree, you are a workhorse. I've not seen many queens that get on planes and fly to another city, do a quick gig, come back to Brisbane for another oh, gig that yeah. night. You continuously work. So I knew it, you were going to come out with a show. I knew you were going to come out with a fantastic <laughs> something. So I cannot wait to see Heaven and Hell. It's going to be good. I hope you love it. Um, it's very... Um it's like it's very um, me. It's very meta. It's very not serious. It's um, it's cheeky. It's a little political. But I um, the one thing I didn't want to do was have like a show that was based around like like a political message and have it be too serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's cheeky. It's funny. It's irreverent. It's very inappropriate. Um, Wonderful. Like, that's, that's exactly who I am. So I was like, as long as I just do who I am, I think people are going to like it. So yeah, yeah, I hope you love it. And if it sucks, you don't get your money back. <laughs> exactly. But look. When I see you perform, Beverly, I feel like it's always, you know, at Fluffy or at a drag house event, you get a, a three-minute number and then it's on to the next queen, on to the next queen. This is a full 60 minutes of just Beverly kills. Yep. Is this a vulnerable position for you at all? It's a little scary. I remember when I debuted it in Adelaide, it was the realisation of being on stage uninterrupted for 60 minutes. It only really dawned on me once I was, like, about halfway through my own show. No. Um, you know, people say, like, you always gain consciousness in, like, a really weird place. And, like, I kind of, like, halfway through my first... Because I've been preparing for it for, like, two and a half months. Mm-hmm. Um, halfway through my first night of the show, I was, like... I had this, like, on-stage epiphany, and I just tried not to let it show too much. So I was, like, talking. I was doing, like, a comedy section, and I was talking, and I was telling all my jokes, and something in my brain just kind of, like, clicked over. and went, oh, my God. Like, I'm, like, staring. I'm, like, by myself on stage in a room of strangers trying to make them laugh for money. Like, what mm. is my life? Mm. <laughs> um, but, like, once you get past that hurdle, then it's, then that then that's when it gets, like, more enjoyable. Because I was so nervous. And then as soon as I, like, found joy in being vulnerable and like found joy in like telling the story that I wanted to tell then going on stage every night then it became like it was less scary and it was more the privilege so I really really got to enjoy it wonderful I have to ask because heaven and hell and you are a whip enthusiast when Mm, you're when you're on stage as a fellow whip enthusiast I continuously was curious um 
Is it a four foot? Is it a five foot? Is it kangaroo leather? Are these custom made? Where did you get them done? I want to know lengths. I want to, like, I, I had so many questions. How many okay. whips do you have? I have five. Three of them are six foot. Two of them are four foot. Nice. Um, they are all faux leather. Like, drag queens need to have plastic jewelry, fake, like, faux leather, because we just, they just, everything breaks. Everything's going to break. Yes. So, I was like, if I'm not going to be able to, like, look after this, like, it's my prized baby, um, I, like, I cut the cost and I get the cheap one. So, when it does break, I can just buy another one. Done. Uh, but, yeah, so, I've got five. Um, oh. I can crack three at once. So, I'm on my way to trying to get five at once, but I can only do three. <laughs> okay. You only have two hands. How do you crack three whips at once? I hold, you know, um, is it Spock from Star Trek? I yes, kind it of is. like Spock my hand and I put one between my thumb and my pointer and the other between my, my middle finger and my ring finger. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Because um, my brain just went into overdrive. Like, how is that even possible? <laughs> yeah, you got to do the Spock. But okay. I, I don't know why, for some reason, I can do it in my left hand even though I'm right-handed. But my left hand is like my predominant cracking hand for some reason. I'm um, left-handed and I crack with my right. So there you go. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like kicking a football. Not that I know anything about that, but I'm sure it's like that. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk sport, but I can talk whips for a while. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what sport is, so we can move on from that point, I think. Yeah. <laughs> do, it, do it quickly, now. I'm actually quite curious, Bev. In the production of this show, is it just you? Do you have a team with you? Who's involved in the creation of Heaven and Hell? It's just me. Like my, I've got a really fabulous agency. They're called Seismic. Um, they are the people that bring the show to the stage. But when it comes to like any of the creative direction, any of the like anything, like all the marketing, all the promo, it's all me. Um, I do it like I'm. I am as like most drag queens. We all have like a lot of random skills that we use. So, for example, this week I have been a drag queen but I've also been a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. I have been a video editor. I have been a DJ. I have been a marketing person. Mm. I have been a content writer. I have been, what else have I been? Drag room cleaner. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've, we wear so many hats and like having to do this show, I've had to like learn other skills as well. Like I had to learn how to, you know, I don't know, make a Photoshop file that I can send to, uh, like posted distributor. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know how to do that and I had to figure it out. Um, but it's all part of the fun. Fabulous. And I mean, all those hats are vanities, I'm sure. Of course. They're all vanities. They're all very expensive. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, now, because we do work in radio, we're very curious about the music. Mm. Was there a certain theme that you were going with when it came to the selection of any tracks for the show as well? Yeah, well, the, the 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 show sort of follows this story of um, essentially I die in a freak accident um, and I wind up in purgatory and I have to sort of prove to God. God is actually played by someone who does not appear on stage. They are played by someone. I won't say who, um, but it is someone, if you've watched Drag Race, you'll know who it's played by. Uh, so maybe a potential fellow contestant plays the voice of God. Okay. Um, mm. <laughs> But um, I, I essentially die. I um, I get stuck in purgatory, and I have to find my way into into heaven and prove prove my worth as a good a good Christian drag queen. Um, and I sort of like tell tell the tales of all the things I've done in my life that I think are good, but they might not be um, perceived as good by a lot of other people. So all of the songs are it's, it's a mix of like drag classics. Uh, all of them have somewhat of a theme. Like we've got um, 
What can I spoil? Oh, um, Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle, of course. Wonderful. Ooh. Um, we've got some Highway to Hell, Devil in Disguise. They've all got that, you know, like Heaven and Hell sort of theme. Um, but there's a few other unexpected drag bangers that have made its way into the story. But I won't spoil too much. Come watch it. Excellent. And when it is in Brisbane, you're doing this show, Heaven and Hell, in a church. Heritage listed. <laughs> Please elaborate. Well, I was like, we were looking at like theatres and we we're looking at festivals to like put the show at. And I was like, I don't like, I don't know, like there were so many good theatres. And I was like, I just wanted something intimate. Like the one thing I wanted with Heaven and Hell is like I wanted to be able to see the audience. I wanted to be able to, because at like Adelaide Fringe, it was a round theatre of 100 people. Mm. And that was great because I could see the back row because it was only about four rows and everyone was quite close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted the same thing. Like I didn't want just like a like a, a flat theatre where I just face the audience. I wanted something that I could walk around. And I was like, I almost need like an aisle in the middle, like a church. And I was like, maybe I can do it at a church. And then <laughs> we, we like, we spoke to any, the Anywhere Festival and my agents pulled it up. They were like, we've got a church. And I was like, banger, let's do it. And the only thing is though, with the church, um, you can't license a church. Um, so it's BYO. <laughs> and that's so, fine. I know your own um, blood of Christ. And yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Like, oh, yes. Like, for some people, the blood of Christ is like, you know, like a 2017 Cab Sab and Merlot. For some people, it's like a vodka cruiser. Mm. And they're all valid. Every single form of the blood of Christ is valid yeah. as long as it's left. All drag and blood of Christ is valid. Is valid, absolutely. Can't <laughs> <laughs> so, license the church. It was, it was the one thing I was like, we can't license this venue. It doesn't have a bar. Um, then I was like, do we just do BYO? And that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're all in Brisbane. We've all been to a backyard barbecue. Bring your own booze. Bring a booze. Bring a plate. Like, there's no rule against food. Bring a plate. Someone's, someone's going to do the deviled egg. Someone's going to do a salad. You know, it's like a little fun party. <laughs> I'm loving this. I'm just loving this so much. And it is all part of Brisbane's Anywhere Festival on May the 6th. That is correct. Yeah, May 6th, Anywhere Festival, 8 p.m. sharp, but drag time so maybe like 8 or 5. Um, so quarter past. Quarter past. <laughs> I am notorious. I am like the, the notorious, the on-time drag queen. Like, whenever like baby queens ask me, they're like, oh, like what's like the one piece of advice? And I'm like, be on time because if you are on time you are already miles ahead of so many professional drag queens mm. so if you get that you're already killing it babe absolutely Excellent. and look if this alone hasn't piqued your interest i don't know what will you can find <laughs> so much more information on the thebeverlykills.com mm-hmm. may 6 at christchurch in milton right near suncorp stadium oh. it's just going to be a fun night it's going to be awesome yeah. can't wait a very I'm so excited for you guys to see it. I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to show a side of what I can do that like drag queens really do not get to show often because so much of our work is in clubs and bars. We don't get to like sit on the mic and produce something very often. So it's, yeah. like, it's a really special opportunity to, I don't know, just show, show what I can do and show what I'm made of. And I'm, I'm really excited. Anytime I've seen you with a microphone, you hold your own all the time. So I cannot wait to see what you do for an hour on stage. Uh, it's going to be good. I have, because I did Drag Race and I completely bombed. Like, well, I didn't bomb. I just was low for the comedy challenge. Like the one thing I've always been, I'm like, I've got to redeem myself. I've got to redeem myself. So 
you know, you can you can either prove, come prove me right or come prove yourself right if you if I'm terrible. So come watch. <laughs> well, for all information, don't forget thebeverlykills.com for this excellent show called Heaven and Hell on May 6th at Christ Church at Milton. Be there or... Burn in hell. Burn- kidding, <laughs> kidding. And if you ever have a Sunday free, you are always welcome to come in and co-host. Oh, my God, I would love that. Um, I, the, the only problem is I don't ever, ever, ever have a Sunday free, but I, yeah, I can just pop on the phone and just, yeah. like, right, talk about workhorse. Right now, I'm, like, gluing my eyebrows down. Um, so, talk about workhorse. I'll, I'll pop on the phone and, you know, sure. talk a little bit about Yeah, well, just putting it out there, if it ever happens, you're more than welcome. Yay! Sounds like a plan, babe. Excellent. Thank you so much uh, for joining us here on the So Bay Party Mix, Beverly. We really appreciate it. Thanks, babe. Thank you. Bye, babe. Bay FM.